Tonight, it is the Torch Monkeys podcast, and we are coming at you live from Pat Perry Man Room. And we are having drinks, and we're ready to talk about the Players' Championship and betting the Players' Championship. It's going to be an amazing week. Freaking Brooks Kepka's 48 to 1. DJ's 40 to 1. We're together in person. Our parrots' heads are falling off. We might have weather issues this week. We got weather issues. This is going to be a fantastic week, and you know what? I'm starting it off by drinking a nice brew. Pat, can you believe Brooks Kepka is 48 to 1? He's 48 to 1 on FanDuel right now. What do you think about that? I don't like the number. I think I think it just just make it 50. Just make it 50. I it's don't need to see 48. Number. It's still an even number. Yeah, it's a good number. I do like the fact that it's an even number. I am excited about the Players' Championship. It's going to be a phenomenal week uh, of just a bunch of, a bunch of fun. It's gonna be much fun. I'm gonna be there. It's gonna be a great time. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But let's let's go ahead and get into it. I want to get I want to just get our hands in there and get dirty right now. Let's look at the top of the betting board, Pat. Shall we? You want to want to hop on over there? Yeah. Let's let's take a look here. Uh, up to twenty five to one. We're getting right in this thing. I see a few names here that are that are kind of tickling me right in my sweet spot early yeah. on. Same here. Early on, and the first one I'm gonna give you. What do you think? What do you think about Mr. Colin Morikawa? Um. You really, have you heard of him? You're really close have you to heard of saying him? that to me. I, I have heard of Mr. Morikawa, and I think that he is a fantastic play this week. Now, if Hold on. Can, I would like for everyone to count how many times Pat says fantastic. It's going to be a lot. And how many times? There's at least one. At least one. And count. how many times I take a sip of my beer? No, just fantastic. I just want to okay, hear from right, That's too much going on. All right, so listen here. Morikawa is, we all know how good of a golfer. He's a great ball striker, and that's what you need to be here players championship mm-hmm. got to be a great ball striker uh they set this course up extremely difficult um i don't think that 16 to 1 number that i've seen on DraftKings on the sports book there is going to stay at that number for very long okay you don't that's well, already pretty short it? i mean if it gets much shorter he's going to be shorter than john rom but pat john rom's the number one player in the world well i mean why does it seem like everybody forgets about colin morikawa because he's, he's won two majors. He's kind of basic. He's though. won more majors than John Rom has. Yeesh. He's just kind of basic. He's like he's like uh, he's like Jordan. He's the he's the new golden boy, right? He's Jordan Spieth. Yeah. Everybody loves him, but he's less whiny. So you don't you don't you can't really think of any reason to not like him. I'm fine with basic. He's boy next door. Money in my wallet. I don't really care. Yeah, uh, I I think I'm gonna start the betting card there at. at Morikawa at 16 to 1. Gonna go ahead and get on that. That's the longest number you can find on him right now on DraftKings. And it's attractive to me. You know what else is attractive to me? Starting my betting process at covers.com, Pat. Yes. Covers.com. And the podcast is presented to you by covers.com where winning starts. If you like sports betting and you like winning and you need some sports betting content, you need to go to covers.com. That's where it starts. They've been doing it longer. They've been doing it over 25 years. A lot of you guys, you weren't even born 25 years ago. You know? 25 years ago, you weren't yeah, born. Several. I wasn't even like, I was like barely prepubescent 25 years ago. And they've been doing it that long. Mm-hmm. And they serve over 20 million sports bettors annually. That's a lot of sports bettors. They have over 500,000 people in their public forums that are free. You can get access to. And it's the only place you can go on the internet 
to find our head-to-head matchup and top 20 article for free. It's like a five-minute read. comes out every Tuesday afternoon, presented to you by Covers, and we want to thank Covers for sponsoring this ridiculous podcast. Yeah, I'm 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 excited about covers. I don't know why you keep getting so directly. It's in just my something face. different. It's, Is it because I'm so like we're doing this in person? Yeah, you need to be right. I'm geared it. up about this. I'm excited. I am too. I'm excited. We've we've had a nice dinner this oh, evening and a few drinks and yep. uh, so yeah, we've had some drinks. We've uh, I, I pulled on to Pat's Island gated community about yeah, they let uh, you in. Yep, about five hours ago. Yeah, and Pat started me off right with a nice. A nice lick of drink, as you should, as a host. Yeah, and so then we had some good, some good food. Mm. It's just going to be great, you know. Now this week earlier, Pat, I dropped a video on the course preview, mm-hmm. talking about TPC Sawgrass. We're very familiar with TPC Sawgrass. Yeah. We both played it last year. Of course, about the worst golf I've played in my freaking life. Um, Do you remember when we played there? Like how hungover I was, but. I felt like I played okay considering the the evening before. Yeah, I don't. I don't even remember that. Well, you. I just remember like you got there and had breakfast, and I didn't. Eat, I missed the breakfast. Oh, I did have breakfast. Yeah. Anyway, we played the course. It's hard as crap. Um, and I did. A, I did the full course preview. If you want course preview, full course breakdown stuff, check that out. That video's up. But as we look at the betting board here, and you look at the history of the odds of the winners mm-hmm. at, at this event, I think one thing that we do have to point out that I went kind of deep into on the, on the course preview show, but this is only the third year now. I'm leaving out 2020. Um, but this is only the third year now we're going to see this place played in recent history in March and not May. The move to March means overseeded fairways, overseeded rough. You got, it's just a different golf course. It's going to play longer. And like Pat screamed in the first few seconds, weather is looking pretty gnarly. I mean, we're going to get not only rain, and it's looking like thunderstorms, which which that's bad this time of year. When you're getting thunderstorms this time of year, that means the weather's going to get really crazy. Yeah. There's going to be some wind that's coming in and some cold weather. So we're going to get, like, Saturday's getting crazy. looks like we're going to have 40-mile-per-hour gusts at least early on in the morning. And then later on, like on Sunday, it's getting down to the low 30s, which is a little bit unusual this time of year. I mean, not not entirely that crazy. Whoa, what? What did you just say? The, the weather? It's going to be in the 30s in yeah, Florida 30s. on Sunday? 30s on Sunday. If you're, if you're out there Sunday, like, you're, you're going to be, you might even need to wear some thermal underwear, okay? Somebody needs to figure out oh, how dang. you get th- thermal underwear in Florida. And I don't think they sell it in Florida. Yeah. Um, they can't spell thermal in Florida. No. But it's going to play different. It's mm-hmm. going to play different. And what this all means is that really everything from this point on in the show is pretty much worthless. But we can, we can give out some good Yeah, I mean, because it just doesn't matter. Like, we're going to – the weather's going to be bananas. Everything's going to be like – this tournament has already produced a lot of high variance. I can't remember the exact number, but I put it in the video. I think last year – Last year, something like, I don't know, there was like two guys in the top 10 highest DraftKings point scorers last year were, were at 9K or above. Everything else was like lower than that. So with longer odds, guys, yeah, you, you just yeah. have so much variance out here. There's so much trouble. Pete Dye gives you such a, you know, such a headache out here. There's OB, there's water in play on like almost every hole. Uh, it's just brutal. And we see it every year. So that said, that said, 
you know, the Nut Hut is a valuable place, yeah. as you know. Oh, yeah. I think I read today, I was skimming through the Nut Hut. On Mondays, I don't, I don't spend a ton of time in the Nut Hut trying to do some research. I'm trying to, you know, get my picks down. A lot's going on in the Nut Hut, though, on Mondays. And, I, and a lot of the research is going down in the Nut Hut. People are throwing out things that they're seeing, which I think is really interesting, some trends that they're seeing. I think somebody posted the $200 single-entry lineup from last year. And it was very chalky, very chalky. Really? Um, so well, that's I mean, a, yeah. But we're getting into the DFS. But I know. I'm just saying. It's, okay. It, it's just, it's yeah, just yeah. interesting. I mean, you do see some of the chalk hit in this tournament. But yeah, we can get some long. It's a lot of variance here, you know. And when yeah. you're betting, when you're betting here, we have seen since they moved it back to March in 2019, 2021, we've seen big time winners. Right? This is a you're looking for a creamy winner. You know, cream rises to the top is yeah. what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. Last year, Justin Thomas was the creamy bad boy. He rose to the top. He beat off less. He beat off. Uh... He beat <laughs> off. He what? He, he held off. He held off Lee Westwood. <laughs> he, he held off Lee Westwood. He won. You hit him at twenty twenty to one. Yeah, I did as well. And then in twenty nineteen, was it Rory? I, can't I think it was Rory. Twenty nineteen, yeah. Because twenty twenty was the year everything shut. Aaron Fleener won. We were there and the the uh, Chainsmokers concert. We were there for that. Yeah. And then 2019 Rory. So, you know, we've seen there's only been two triple digit winners here in years past. Only two. What is this? There, there's your past Jim. That's right. Yeah, Rory at my 16 under. Yeah. JT at 14 under in 2021. So anyway, all that to say, we're probably going to be living in the shorter to mid-range numbers here. This is a stacked field. Creamy bad boys. Yeah, I agree. To do. I agree there. Uh, but also, in, on top of uh, Morikawa, uh, a couple numbers jumped out to me when I was doing some early looking today. And the first one was Patrick Cantlay at 24 to 1 on FanDuel. And the second one was Scotty Scheffler at 25 to 1 on PointsBet, who I talked about last week on this show. And I said, if you're going to bet somebody at 16 to 1, a lot of people are talking about Hovland. I wanted Scheffler. There we go. What you got? What is this? What, so, what, what, is, what is Pat? Oh my God! We have the same. What does three Pat picks. have written? Like it typed in, not written in. What does Pat have typed in? I'm learning a lot of stuff about Pat's process. Yeah, because I've been here in person for this mm -hmm. tonight. Um, first of all, Pat has a cooler off camera that you probably cannot see, but he's got a cooler, which is, I mean, I would say is smart, is intelligent, intelligent. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy access to the to the yep. to the beer. Yep. Um, and yeah, I didn't know you typed out. I didn't know you typed that out, but yes. Some of it. See, I get lazy, and then I write out the rest. We have the same three people. Morikawa, Patrick Cantley, Scotty Scheffler. There it is. I do think Hovland, though, bears mention. I think, you know, Hovland impressed me a lot coming down the stretch on Sunday. And I think this is a little you bit of a must not have seen his bunker play or his chipping. Well, he did make that one eagle on, on the, what was that, Saturday? Where where Rory couldn't, Rory couldn't make birdie when I needed an under from him on prize picks, and then freaking Hovland goes in and and just knocks it in out of the bunker and makes an eagle. But look, I think Hovland, you know, the conditions last week were obviously very tough, and you know we're going to see that again this week with the with the weather, with the wind, with everything else, with the, the way they set this golf course up. So I think there's a lot of correlation between, and, and for me, that's a little bit of a narrative between the way it played last week and kind of getting set up for this week. And I think Hovland learned a lot and uh, I, I like him, you know, he's at 20 to one still um, not a bad number there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'll, I would pour any 
any units to be used on these shorter numbers on those three. Morikawa, Cantley, and Scheffler. Um, you know, I, th- I think we, we're not going to get deep into like the course history conversation because, again, I talked about it in the in the breakdown show. But I don't really there, – there, nobody has like solid, consistent course history here. You know, yeah. in, anybody that has any decent course history also has like some miscuts or some P54s in there. They're all mixed in because of the variance of this event. So I just care a little bit about experience. I want them to have had a little bit of experience under their belt here, but that that's, that kind of stops there. At the end of the day, to me, Sawgrass is way more about you coming in here and you're in form and you're you're hitting the ball. You know, our good friend John Tillery used to say, when you hit it in the center, he used to say you hit it on the titties. Mm-hmm. And you need guys coming in here already titty hitting because if they're not doing that, yeah, if they're not doing that, you, you can't go titty hunting here from the center of your club face. It has to be, you have to hit it right where the manufacturers want you to hit it. And if you're not walking up in this mug on Thursday morning and you're not doing that, Mr. Pete Dye is going to punch you in the mouth. Yeah, I totally agree. You know what else? Um, it, if, if we're talking about manufacturing and titty hitting, <laughs> <laughs> which you shouldn't do, I would, I would recommend against that. That's, I mean, if, if you're wanting to titty hit, <laughs> you need to have some thick hair, okay? Oh, dang, okay. <laughs> you need hey, one of the things I wanted to see live and in person was Pat doing an ad read in person. I can't wait for that. I mean, if, if you're wanting to get out there and put your best shot in forward, you, uh, you, need, some, you need some thick hair, okay? We don't need thinning hair, okay? When it oh, comes yeah. to thinning, thinning hair, you no longer have to choose between natural remedies and those that work. There's a holistic solution for men that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness without drugs or prescriptions, okay? Did you know that there are five root causes of thinning hair, DB, okay? How many? Five. Yeah. Five root causes. Nutrafol is the hair supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, and environmental factors that may be impacting your hair. Mm. Nutrafol is clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage without compromise. 21 potent natural ingredients support sex drive, better sleep, and less stress, too. All right? You got to go titty hunt. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 1,500 Real Bottom doctors. Real doctors. Okay. <laughs> you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the pro- promo code Tour Junkies to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer, DB, anywhere. And it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Okay. Plus, hey, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Tour Junkies. Get you some of that Nutrafol thick hair. Jeez, man. I mean, that was the, the cleanest, purest ad read you've ever had. Had a few missteps, but I felt pretty good about it. Yeah, but I mean, you didn't, you didn't, no. you didn't try to go off script there. I don't, know what that de- I don't know what the deal is. I guess when the boss is in town, you know, you try to, you try to get on your best behavior, yeah. you know what I mean. I mean, I did talk about some booby hunting. Yeah. Um, in terms of a stay away up here, Pat, in the shorter range. Yeah. Can we just all talk about John Rom? Can we just all 
do you have him written down? No, I don't. I have JT as my stay away. Oh no, I would not stay away from JT. I don't mind JT. You don't mind JT? A ten to one. I, I mean, he's the same number as Rom. I would take JT right now. I'm just, I'm I just feel would. like this could be a tournament for Rom. Actually. Do you guys remember speaking of Titty Hunting? JT Titty Hunted his arse off the entire four day stretch last year. I put that in my notes from last year. I made notes last year. I said JT ball striking was ungodly. Like it was incredible. Mm-hmm. And and Rom just what's he doing? Like he just doesn't seem like he's all there. I don't know what's going on. The 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 ball striking continues to be there. The putter is completely left. The around the green play is terrible. Around the green is really what's been getting and that's getting gonna wrong. be an issue. You talked about the yeah. weather. Like, I mean, who do you trust right now in a in a in all the crap that that's projected in the weather right now? Who do you trust more? JT or John Rom? I, I'll I'll tell you to be honest. I don't really trust either one of them, and and that's why I would stay away. Like I have JT listed down. Listed it, like I didn't I didn't think this would get into a JT versus Rom conversation because I really think you can stay away from both of them in, in a lot of these shorter odds. Yeah. Um, at least as far as betting is concerned, it may be a little bit different on the DFS angle. Um, but when you have a, a year like this with what I'm seeing with the weather and everything else out there. I, I just don't want to even come close to betting any of these favorites. I really don't. I feel like it's it's going to be a little bit of a waste of money. But if I'm leaning one of them, I would probably say I, I would probably agree. I think this could be a rom a rom year to win this. You would agree? That's not what I'm saying. Were you listening? I'm not saying this is a rom year. I mean, yeah, I would disagree. I think this is a rom year. No, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, I got confused there. That's so. just stupid. You're that's dumb. Why is that dumb? It's Why not, is it's it not dumb? A, it's not a ROM year. Not how, happening. How do you um, know? Wait, wait, clip this, Sam. Clip it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Clip it when DV says the number one player in the world is not winning. <laughs> uh, all right. That's enough of that. I, I think we're the consensus is it's Morikawa, it's Patrick Cantlay, it's Scotty Scheffler. Those are the yeah. three best values on the board. Scotty's proven. We talked about it when he won at Waste Management. The, the, the lid is off. He's, he, you know, he did his deal. And, and now watch out because my man has no holes in the boat. That's what I said last week when I was like comparing him against Hovland, like Scheffler has no holes in the boat. Hovland does his chipping and putting can be really, really bad. Scheffler's can be a little off, but it's not really, really bad. But to me, the value there on Scheffler, the value on Cantlay uh, is, is just too good to pass up. And if you're going to go super short, I mean, I would rather have more cow over Ron or JT at the 16 to one up. So that's the top end of the betting board. I do want to let folks know, I will be there in person. I think we said that. I'll be there tomorrow, so Tuesday and Wednesday in person. I'm going to be wearing my Siwoo Kim t-shirt tomorrow. I will find him. You have to find him. And Siwoo, I will, I, will, I will find you, Siwoo. I will find you. I will find Siwoo, and I will, I will corner him. And I will pressure him. Maybe I should learn how to say, maybe I should learn how to say in South Korean something. What should I say? Don't say anything threatening. Right? Learn, learn how to okay, say it I won't in a non-threatening manner. Maybe in the YouTube comments, put in the YouTube comments, what should I say to Siwoo when I see him first? Uh, well, I will find him. Also, what uh, type of content would you like to get from me as I am on TPC next couple of days? I'm probably going to be walking... Uh, walking the course with some buddies, some caddies, some some player friends of ours. 
It's going to be a good time. I'm going to get some intel for you folks. All that will be translated into the Nut Hut. I'll send that into the Nut Hut. You got to be a full-on Nut Hut member. If you're just a patron, if you're just out there, free, you know, free tiptoeing around, you know, getting a free something, you're not, you're not getting any of that. All right, no. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not whoring myself out for the patron. Okay, you gotta you gotta pay it up. You gotta get the ten dollars a month, ninety dollars a yeah. year. We love the patrons. We but do, but it. we don't love you that much. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be doing that. So in the YouTube comments, what do you want me to get? What what kind of intel you want me to get from the grounds of CPC? And what should I say to Steve Blue the first time I when I get him? I'm gonna get him. I promise you. I got Fleener working on it. Gino's working on it. They're gonna hook us up. We're gonna make sure we find Steve Blue. Um, it's gonna be a beautiful moment too. It will be a beautiful. We moment. all like like if y'all ran and hugged each other, that would be really. Cool. You think I could get that on camera? I'll try. I don't know if I that could happen, but that would be. Um, I was supposed to have an accomplice. I don't know how t- like touchy feely Siwoo is. We'll put it to the test. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, I was supposed to have an accomplice with me on site, but I don't now, so that's done. So I have to figure it out. Also, we will have a DP World Tour show to, uh, this week. Our, our boy Mark Hill will be putting out the DP World Tour. Last week was the Magical Kenya Open. One of my favorite moments already of 2022 is Pat uh, going on and on about the name and then all of a sudden going, do you like magic? That was great. Yeah, I appreciate that. Fun. Yeah, thank you. Um, and apparently that's been added to the bet to the betting wheel. So if we have and, a bet. And I feel like I, I thought I'd heard it's in permanent marker. Yeah, Sam accidentally, producer Sam accidentally wrote it in permanent marker. So, Why would you do that? Thing? I don't think that was an accident. Says, I think do a man did that on purpose. It says do a magic trick. So if it's yeah. if it lands on that, one of us has to learn a magic trick and do it. Okay. Which um, is kind of cool. All right, let's move on, Pat. Let's look at the mid range here. Up to seventy five to one on the betting board. Now this is where your bread is your bread is butter. Yeah, this is poor junkies is... listener. Because look, man, we ain't. Tra- Damn, man. We still here on? Okay. <laughs> Look, we're not trying to uh how did that even happen? We're not trying to give, you know, if you, if you're listening to people trying to give you, you know, trying to, you know, give you advice on these short guys like, yeah, sure. Man, pick one. Okay? But you come to the tour junkies. We're here giving we're we're letting our nuts hang out a little bit. A little bit. We're titty hitting and nut hanging. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. So we're trying to make this thing work for you. You got Cam Smith up there, Burgers there. I mentioned Kepka, although mm. he's got a better number somewhere else. Um, Willie Z's up there. Jordan Speed, fifty to one. I want to talk about Jordan because uh, yeah. he's one that's interesting. Interesting case study. Jordan Speed uh, is. I want to talk about Corey Connors in a little bit. Our boy Siwoo, who Siwoo, who we just referenced. Uh, Billy Ho's up there. Anyway, kind of that up to seventy-five to one range. Pat, let's start with Jordan Speed. Okay, so <sighs> yes, he has a terrible record here. Who it's cares? awful. We just said we don't care as long as he's got some some some. Some rep, right? He's got some reps. He knows whatever. But, Pat, if I just – okay, let's say I did this. Let's say, hey, they're playing a golf tournament. It's going to – it's gonna. Um, I'm not going to tell you where they're playing it, but they're playing a golf tournament, and it's kind of like a major, and here's the weather forecast. Name me the top three players that come to your mind. Tell me Jordan Spieth would not be one of them. I, you know, I'd probably put him up there. Yeah. I'd probably put him up there in the top five, maybe top three. Um, because he just, he's, you know, we've seen him win, you know, pretty much. Well, he has won every major, right? Except for the U.S. Open. Oh, wait, he has won the U.S. Open, too. On a, on a yeah, tier. Yeah, he won uh, uh, the one in Washington. Yeah. The one he I hasn't played won on. the PGA. I played on that one. Yeah, that was, that was a weird course. What was the name of that course? 
I always want to say pumpkin ridge, but it's not pumpkin ridge. <laughs> it's something. Pumpkin ridge is an actual course. All right. Uh, anyway, I, yeah, I think Jordan Spieth is. I I just when I look at him, I really don't want to bet him. I, I don't want to bet. Dude, him. at fifty to one. Fifty to one. I, I just. What have we seen? Have we seen any? Like you even said nah, bro, yourself, I'm firing that. You said yourself a few minutes ago that you wanted some form coming into this. Okay. Track. Well, I mean, what what do you want out of Jordan Spieth? All right. So runner up at Pebble Beach. Uh, yeah. T twenty six at Riviera. I mean, yeah, he didn't play great at the Phoenix Open. He lost three strokes putting. That's weird. But I mean, his form has been okay. Like, look at some of the look at some of the things he's done in the last year. <laughs> won the Valero. Yeah. That was like, you know, that was like the signature. Hey, I'm back. Look at me. Third at the Masters. Thirtieth at the PGA. Runner up Charles Schwab. Second at the U.S. Open. Top twenty or second at the Open. Top twenty at the U.S. Open. Um, runner up at Pebble. And like, I don't know, man. I think this is an interesting spot to catch a big number on a guy like. Jordan. Here's the thing, too, though. When you look at, um. When you look at a little bit of history on this course, and, and I do think experience matters, but I don't think you have to have the history because it's spotty, like you were talking about earlier. I mean, everybody has spotty history here. I mean, you look at like Rory with a missed cut in 2018, wins in 2019, misses the cut in 2021. Um, you know, a guy like JT, you know, a T3 back in 2016, T75, T11, T35, then a win. That's actually pretty good. That's that's probably top course history for what we typically see here. But Jordan has never really, at least in the last five years, shown that he can really do much on this course. I mean, miscut in 2016, miscut in 2017, T41 in 2018, miscut in 2019, T48 in 2021. So, uh, like, one of the narratives that you see with the course history with a lot of these guys is, no, it's not great and it's not consistent, but his is even worse when it comes to consistency on this course. And that, to me, tells me a little bit about, like, does he just not feel comfortable playing this course? Why, I mean, why would he not feel comfortable? I mean, he he came out, you know, finished fourth his first attempt. And then, like, the 2017 to 2018 years, even – or 2019 years, that, that's when he was, like, slumping. Like, I, I kind of give him a pass on that. I just think that it's a different But he year. was very good last year, and he's still T48. I, I don't know. This yes. is – I mean, we've both been on the course. This is a course where I think you get really frustrated because if you may hit some good shots that end up in some bad spots. I wonder about him and his frustration level and some of that. I, I could actually probably translate yeah, that but, over to John Rahm. Um, yeah, but so, he plays fine. At, uh, I mean, the Open Championship, he's always played well at there. Yeah, but I think some it's tough a different, there. That's a different animal. I think you go into that recognizing that that can happen. I you, think you go into this I mean, it's Monday, and we're looking at this forecast. If you're on site, at, if you're a player playing in the Players' Championship, you're looking at this I, going, I hear you. All right, here we go. We're, this is about to be... This is about to be the real deal. Our caddy friends are going to have a hell of a week. I just, I, I don't know. I don't, the number's fine. I If you want to bet George, 50 to one. 50 to one, fine. But I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. I get it. All right. Um, I mean, I do think like when you look at the list of players here, it does start to sort of change where you want to go based on the weather. 
and the, the weather situation. Like it makes you lean a little bit, maybe, you know, less of less of Sam Burns, more uh Fitzpatrick or a Lowry. You know, one of those guys. Um I, I like Fitzpatrick. He's been playing well. He plays well here. He's mm-hmm. at forty to one on DraftKings. That was the best number I could find on him. I mean, you're obviously looking for guys who avoid bogeys, who um, you know, hit it out the center of the club face, who can get up and down, who um are in, you know, coming in, in obviously hot form. And I think Fitzpatrick's one that checks that box. I think Hideki at thirty one to one on FanDuel is interesting. Um there's a lot of names in here. Obviously, Willie Z is going to be popular at 50 to 1. That seems like an interesting number for him. Have we really seen Willie Z get tested by the weather, by the conditions? Have we seen him like. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we have, and I'm forgetting. I, I don't know if I, I can get on the Willie Z train this week. You mentioned the Shane Lowry. And, and if we go back to. Oh, I knew that'd get your gooch. Yeah, yeah I knew that. Your you, gooch. You, knew, you know me so well. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I even did that. I like. Oh God! Okay, okay, okay. Slow down. I mean, we. I was just. But look, Shane Lowry. I mean, you look at him from a ball striking standpoint. Great approach. He's top ten in the field in bogey avoidance. Um, you know, he's coming off of uh, a very good tournament just a couple of weeks ago on a very hard course at the Honda Classic. Now they didn't have near the weather that I think they're going to have this week. But one of the things about Shane Lowry is he actually has some some decent course history. And by decent, this is what decent course history looks like for, for a guy in this field. T-16 in 2016, miscut. T-46, miscut. Eighth place all alone in 2021. So Shane Lowry obviously is, is a guy that you know, can play this course well, um, is in good form. Just really, he thought he should have won the tournament. Um, it was kind of funny because yeah. he thought the weather yeah, like caused him to lose the tournament um, a couple weeks ago. But I do like him. And I think, you know, you're getting him at 50 to 1 in most places. I feel like that's pretty good odds there. Yeah, a couple others that I, I think we need to mention. This, as you said, is the sweet spot. Okay. I like Xander Shoffley. Okay. I like him there at, at uh, where, where is he right now? I haven't. Uh, he ain't winning. I'll tell you that. He's right there at twenty-five to one, right in that number. But I thought we were in the mid-range now, Pat. Where? What are we doing? That is the mid-range. Tw- up to seventy-five to one. We already covered the up to twenty-five. To okay, 1. scratch Xander. Forget about him. But he can win this tournament. Um, how about Cam Smith at thirty-four nope. to one? Nope. Why don't you I think don't, Cam Smith can win? I don't trust him off the tee. Too much trouble. I I, I would much prefer him mm. at the at Kapalua where the fairways are 54 yards wide and he can sp- spray out all over the golf course and then hit but his greens can... and reg and then make his putts and chip in and all that BS. You can't do that here. I'm out. In fact, let me look at, I think one interesting thing to look at is how they've performed on Pete Dye courses. And I was looking at Pete. You're really getting into the weeds no. when you just do that. No, I'm not. I'm looking at Pete Dye, Pete Dye rolling report. Pete Dye courses rolling report on Fantasy National. Love it. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible recently. He's terrible long term. I, 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 he struggles off the tee. I need wider fairways for Cam Smith. I like Cam Smith as a whole. I like picking him. I like playing him. I'm in, but I'm not doing it this week. I'll tell you a guy that I'm now a little bit interested in. And maybe, you know, maybe uh, he's got me all jazzed up, but 
you know who hit the ball like his old self last week, Pat? He hit it like his old self. You know, sometimes, sometimes yeah. you know you you uh, you know you you act like you're somebody else. You, you, you adapt to the situation. You, know, you use your you use the stranger. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but then sometimes you come right back to it, mm-hmm. and here you are, and you go, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's my guy. You know who did that last week? Corey Connors. Corey Connors. He came back last week. He's an adaptable person. He came back and he shot. What he do? He did. Uh, I think he did like. I think he gained like six or seven strokes. Uh, ball striking. Let's look at it. Connors. Corey. Yep. T eleven at the API. Nobody saw that one coming, huh? Three point seven strokes gained off the tee. Three point eight strokes gained approach. Even gained strokes around the green, which he normally doesn't do. He sucked putting, but that's Corey Connors. And we've seen sucky putters win here. We've seen that happen. And Corey Connors, to me, just one more one week of flashing a little iron play gets me all lubed up for the Canadian in really difficult conditions. That's what I want. I want the guy. I don't care about his putter. I just just hit some greens, man. Just hit some greens in reg. Don't hit it in the water. Don't hit it OB. And let's let's keep it moving. He's seventy to one on DraftKings. He's played well in you know big fields, tough tough conditions like the Masters. He does well every year. Um, so I think Connors at seventy to one is worth a. a I don't. Nibble. I don't mind Connors. I don't mind Connors. What are you doing? Um, I don't know. If I pressed the button by accident. All of a sudden, this came uh, up. I will say. Um, I will say this, Pat. You know what we need to talk about? We need to talk about the first ever Golby's Cup twenty twenty two. Yes, that's taking place September twenty third and twenty fourth, and maybe the twenty fifth uh, in Barnesville, Pennsylvania, at Mountain. Oh, we're at an extra day. Well, possibly. Yeah, okay. Mountain Valley. Yeah golf club yeah in barnesville pennsylvania it's going to be a beautiful place mountain valley's beautiful golf course 36 hole facility out there great clubhouse uh we're going to get to do whatever we want almost almost whatever we want we can't do hard uh drugs we're not going to do that we're not yeah we don't need that no no uh no mischievous activity there um and we can't tear up the golf course other than that we're pretty much we're going so now we are opening it up to the public. It, 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 for the last couple of weeks, it's been open mm-hmm. to Nut Hut members only. Effective, uh, probably as you're listening to this, the link in the description, whether you're listening on podcasts or watching on YouTube, the link in the description to the Golby's Cup 2022 is there. It's live. You can get on there and you can buy a ticket. You can buy a ticket for Friday and Saturday. You can buy a ticket for just Saturday. Friday is going to be the highlight event, I really think. And and listen, we've the teams have started to. The teams have started to uh, to come a little closer. You've, I yeah. guess, you've been doing some some petitioning. Yeah, I've done I've done some petitioning. Um, I've also just um, a matter of uh, people gravitating toward me. Okay, like they typically do. Well, you did have you did have. I, I will say we need to formally announce. I think everyone knows. Yes, but we should formally yes. announce that the winner of the. Um, you know, team declaration video contest where we had you submit whose team you're loyal to, either DB or Pat. The winner is uh, is hands down Josh Kistler. Uh, so we will be paying for Josh's entry. He is team Pat. He announced that through a video that he dropped in the Nut Hut that we will also be dropping on social media. And I've asked his permission, and he said it's okay. And Josh actually flicked himself in the wiener while wearing a thong. He did. And declaring himself Team Pat on a golf course. So that, if that gives you any indication as to, you know, how the teams are going to look here, 
that uh, Friday event is going to be pretty nasty. It's going to be a grudge yeah. match. Needless to, to say, Kistler is an anchor for our team. He he is one of our anchors. He didn't look like an anchor to me. He, he it didn't look like he was he would be an anchor player to me. <laughs> uh, anyway, you're you're gonna have a grudge match on Friday. It's gonna be a Ryder Cup style event. Team DB versus Team Pat. We're gonna be riding around as captains for that first 18 holes. The teams are gonna be playing against each other. Then after that, the final will be determined in a three hole shootout between me and Pat, with everyone gathered around, music blaring, drinks flowing. And uh, we will also be pulling members of our team into that competition for possibly alternate shot uh, to go ahead and crown the first ever winner of Dolby's Cup 2022. It's going to be beautiful. And then Saturday, if you can't make it to Friday, that's okay. You can buy a Saturday-only ticket and play in the best scramble event you've ever played in. Four-man scrambles. Uh, if you don't have a team, that's fine. We'll put you with somebody. It'll be cool. Handicapped event. Pat and I will be playing in that one. Um, Mountain Valley is going to be a beautiful golf course. Your food, so in the ticket price, your golf, your cart, your greens fees, all that stuff, your beer, your wine, and specialty tour junkies cocktails and a goodie bag are all included in the price of your ticket. And if you're thinking, hey, do I have to pay for somewhere to stay? Actually, we're, we're allowing you to bring an yeah. RV or a camper on property, stay for free, or you can pitch a tent and you can sleep on the driving range. We're going to have People yeah. sleeping on the drive range. I've already seen that happening in the Nut Hut. People talking about sleeping on the range. That's possible. But also a few miles away from the golf course, just a few miles. We've blocked off some rooms at a hotel there. All that is in the uh, is on the the Eventbrite uh, event that is linked in the description below. So it's super cheap. You just got to figure out how to get, how the hell to get to Barnesville, which is complicated. Okay, you yeah. have to figure that out. Yeah, I still don't even know where. It is. I don't either. I have no idea. I. Yeah. I think you either fly into Allentown or Scranton is what I've heard. Okay. And I think Scranton and I think Dunder Mifflin. And yeah, I say we're Scranton's flying there. where we got to fly. We're in. flying into there. Well, you and I are not flying. No, we're not. We're not. We're going to, we're going to, well, we have a kind of. Also, I will say this. If you're in the South and you're like, man, how the hell am I going to get up there? Just buy a ticket. Okay. Because once the tickets are gone, they're gone. Yeah. Buy a ticket. And we may, we may be working on a little something in the background. No promises. I'm not making any promises. We may be working on a way to get people up there. So just get a ticket, go to the, go to the website, get them, book them early. Okay. Because they're going to, we want to lock this up. All right. Um, you can buy Friday and Saturday or Saturday only, even if you want to bring somebody that doesn't play golf, or maybe you're somebody that doesn't play golf. You just want to come hang out and party, get a spectator ticket. All right. It, the tickets cover your meals, your beer, your wine, and your tour junkies cocktails and your golf and whatever. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's all right. We really had to push that because that, that, that's, that's exciting. I'm excited about that. Um, all right, Pat, let's look at the bombs or the long range, I guess, like over, like up to 130 to one. So over 75 to one, up to 130 to one. What are we doing here? Well, let me tell you something. Oh, Nita's coming just to party, I heard. I see that in the chat. Yeah. Holla. There you go, Nita. Nita's going to be riding with me. Nita. No, no, she's not. No, she's yes, not. she is. All right, will you start off this range so I can pour a drink? Yeah, go ahead and pour a drink. So I, I think I will say there's not a whole lot of guys in this range that I really like. Um, but I'll give you a few that I think stand out for me a little Um well ice melts when you just let it sit there. You put a drink in there and maybe it um anyway, a few few guys here that I like. Max Homa is eighty to one. We have seen Max Homa play extremely well lately. Look at his look. By the way, he had a hole in one last week. Um, 
if you for my model, actually, he is number two in my model. He is 11th in the field in ball striking, 20th in driving accuracy, top 20 in strokes gained approach. He's 14th in par five scoring. He's 16th in bogey avoidance. I mean, other than the scrambling and the putting, which are a little sus, maybe not putting as much as scrambling. Um, I, I think Max Homa there at eighty to one is a is a pretty good number. I, I saw that earlier this week, and or last week actually last weekend. And I thought, man, I, I bet that's going to be shorter when it comes out. But you know what? It's it's not. Yeah, so, because nobody wants to do that. I think. I think Max Homa at uh, 80 to 1 is a pretty good number. Another guy that I like here um, doesn't necessarily have the best history or anything like that, but I think it's a pretty good number. He's a seasoned veteran. Um, we know the Aussies play extremely well in weather and wind and whatever else. Oh, Mark Leishman, 80 to 1 also. I, I think that's another good number. He's a guy that won a tournament like last week at the Arnold Palmer, um, which is, we know, a course that's you know very difficult. Um, Leishman at eighty to one, I think, are, is a is a pretty good number there. So, what what do you have here that you seem to be very convicted with your with your guys in this range? Um, I'm interested in Kokrak a little bit at ninety to one. A little bit interested in him, but I think the best values in this range that's on DraftKings. I think the best values on this range are two guys, Chris Kirk. How good is Chris Kirk playing right now? And I have I have him actually I have, have him in the DFS show, not here. And actually, uh, how good are guys coached by Scott Hamilton playing right now? Because Scott yeah. Hamilton, our buddy Scott Hamilton, also coaches Tom Hoagie, who just pulled off a victory. He's got Chris Kirk striping it right now. Kirk is interesting at hundred to one. Good, you know, he's got a couple. I think he's got a decent finish or two at this golf course. Let's see. Obviously, the form coming in is red hot which i care about more than almost anything yeah i mean he's he's made four straight cuts you know nothing crazy to speak of in terms of finishes finished 17th four years ago but i mean right now 14th at the phoenix seventh at the honda fifth at api i mean he is just golfing his ball in fact he's never missed a cut here in eight tries that's hard to do that's just hard. in. That's hard to do. That is pretty hard to do on this course. How are you going to fade Chris Kirk at 100 to 1? Having never I never said I was fading Chris Kirk. Yes, you did. I just didn't mention it. Um, no, I, I really like Chris Kirk. I think that's I think that's a lock. I can see people betting that. Man, I think that thing goes I think that thing gets shorter before the year before the the week's over here. Uh and the next one I like is a guy that I normally poo-poo on. Oh no! I'm looking at your screen right now. There's no way you're don't to... cheat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm doing it. I'm playing Alex Norn. Oh, I'm betting Alex goodness. Norn. He is 120 to one on FanDuel. He gained strokes in windy AF conditions, according to Fantasy National. Gained strokes in difficult conditions. Fifth at the Honda. Sixth at the Waste Management. Gained five and a half strokes last week on approach at the Honda. Like, that's pretty. That's pretty good. His last two trips around TPC Sawgrass, he missed the cut, whatever. Um, I don't care. I don't care. The form is good. You know, Norin, it just feels like an interesting spot for Norin. I like him. I like the form. I'll go with it. So Kokrak, Kirk, and Norin for me. There's a lot of guys in this range I think are more top 20 bets, which we can get into at some point. Um, but that's, that's probably it for me. You want to look at bombs? Yes. 
over 130 to 1. Now, you know, there's some names in here that you look at and you go, ooh, I like that value. Like, you, you know, you've been betting. We just bet Keith Mitchell like three weeks ago at 40 to 1. Yes. He's 160 to 1 here. But, like, you do have to really make yourself think, can this guy lift the trophy at the Players' Championship? Can he hold off arguably the strongest field in golf coming down the stretch on Sunday? Can he hit a shot in the 17 green that, that, that doesn't go in the water? Can he hit a two shot on 18 green, especially the tee shot on 18 that, that won't snap hook left in the water? Like, can he do that? And can I bet him, you know, can he actually win? And when you start to think about that, it does make it difficult to pick somebody here. It's very tough to pick anybody in this, in this range. Um, I, I think there are a couple of guys that you, though you could look at. And, and then, really, we, we could get into more top 20s. But here's one that I think is pretty, pretty interesting from a long odd standpoint. And I've seen him as high as 280 to 1. Oh, wow. K.H. Lee. Lee. Look, K.H. Lee just won last year. He won last year on in very difficult conditions, by the way. I think it was like there was there was terrible weather. They, they shut it down for a little while. There was delays and everything else. Where was this? Uh, wherever he won. I can't remember. I think it was. Um, uh, he's been making cuts. I know that. Yeah. No, he's made 10 out of he, 11. He won at the Byron Nelson. Byron Nelson. He's won 10 of 11 cuts this year. Um, I think KH Lee, if you, if you get him in like 280 to one, why not? Why not? I mean, I get it. I mean, I, well, I don't know. I think he's, a, I think he's an interesting top 40, top 20 play. Yeah. The irons have been pretty bad, but actually, but they're improving. If you look at the trend since the irons went South at the Phoenix, he's improved every single week leading up to last week at the Arnold Palmer, where he only lost one shot with the irons, Whereas previously four weeks ago, he lost five. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's interesting. I got him written down. 280 to 1. Another one real quick here. A guy who's won. I mean, Siwoo won here at 400 to 1. Again, the same thing. 400 to 1. Yeah. Um, and I'm not just saying same thing because he's Asian. I'm just saying same thing. Whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? You need to stop. What? Be careful. Okay. So, I'm just saying it's, it's the same situation. Electric. He's South Korean. We've yeah. heard we've heard we've heard KH Lee is also electric. Yeah, I, I I feel like he. Yeah, if I see him tomorrow, I will also talk to him. Another guy that I think is is, uh, you know, he's won a few times. Patton Kazire. What's going on with him? I can't figure him out. He's he's not. Also, yeah, I don't know. Is Kazire a thing? Yeah, I think Kazire's a thing. Maybe is he the new kiss? No, he's not. But look at his last few events: top ten at the Phoenix Open at Waste Management, T sixty one at the Genesis, yeah, T thirty thirty two last week. Um, but Kazire is a, is a guy that I think is interesting on this course. Um, and you know he's, he is odds are super long, so Kazire would be one another one though. Again, I'm not really landing in this zone a lot but i'm just giving you some guys that i think could and they have some win equity because they've won before like kazire and like kh lee we know they've won on the pga tour Mm. um okay i think uh i think brian Harmon at 150 to one is worth a look 
here's a guy, by the way, I yeah. hope, uh, hope our nut up or shut up contestant is paying attention. Here's a guy who's had back-to-back top tens at the Players' Championship. He's popped a little form recently. And, you know, if, if, if crap gets hairy in terms of the weather, you know, Harmon's not one of those guys that's going to get, you know, get in a lot of trouble, right? He's like, he's like, like I'm Keith Mitchell, you're Brian Harmon, right? Like, off the tee. Yeah. I hit it a long way, but when I hit it, when I miss hit Wait. it, it goes, it goes effing everywhere. And you're Brian Harmon, you just dink and dunk it down the thing. And if, if you miss hit it, then it's not going to go far enough off, off site to really cause a problem. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, so you're kind of Brian Harmon, also known as Cockbite, referred to the Brendan Todd interview. I don't know how that has anything to do with me. Well, just I'm just talking about in general your swing speed, your your swing speed. Um, but Cockbite Brian Harmon is uh, in play for me. 151 on DK. I like it. Uh, can I interest you in a little Jahani Vegas? Of course. You can always interest me in Johnny Vegas. Jahani? Like, oh, how, how, could, how could I not be interested in Johnny Vegas? <laughs> You're telling me. Um, okay, well, let me see here. Johnny V. Let me, let me, how about this? While you check your phone, I'll convince the, uh, the listeners. He gained strokes in windy AF conditions, uh, according to Fantasy National, which is uh, wind, wind conditions of 17 miles an hour or longer. And he's actually played the Players' Championship rather well in seven attempts only one miscut mm. Pat. seven attempts one miscut he's got a third place finish in 2019 the first year it moved to march he's got a top 10 again in 2012 i think johnny v is very interesting at a big 340 to one i mean just put down a little just just put a little something on just a little something i think that's worth it and joel damon 340 to one have you looked at Joel, Pat? I'm surprised you. Uh, I didn't really look at Joel. I, I just, I, I don't know why. I mean, he's. I mean, I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. I'll be talking to Joel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but I'll tell you this: he likes him. He likes him some Pete Dye, and he also likes him some TPC Sawgrass. Now, last year he missed the cut, but but he missed the cut, losing 5.2 strokes on the green. He gained five strokes tee to green. But he freaking gave it all away on the putting surface. Even that is an anomaly week for him on the green. So I like him here. His first year out here, he played in 2019. We we were with him in a practice round that year. Uh, he he crushed it. He, he finished 12. He gained seven strokes tee to green. Joel's going to hit a lot of fairways here. Um, he's going to hit a lot of greens in regulation. And I think the tougher the conditions, the nastier it gets. I think the better for him. Um, so I like Joel. I mean. That, 340 to 1. FanDuel has some large numbers on it, you guys. Yeah, they really Very do. large. Um, okay, let's talk about some top... Actually, let's do this. Let's do our, uh, our favorite plays. You ready for that? Yes, Okay, I am ready. Favorite plays. So out of all the ones we've named, what are the ones we think you need to hop on right now presented to you by Covers.com? Winning starts at Covers. That's where over 20 million bettors annually flock to Covers. and where you can find our exclusive head-to-head matchups and top 20s article is all on covers.com. Winning starts at covers.com. We're going to give you our favorite outright bets that we need to hop on right now. Let's go ahead. Let's not waste any time. Let's not wait for the weather to flesh out. These are good numbers, good values, full send, and some top 20s that we like here, Pat. Go ahead. Let her rip. 
Sure. Well, I will start with Patrick Cantlay Love it. at 24 to 1, 25 to 1, right in that range. I think it's just a fantastic number for him. I would jump on that right now. Don't let it get any shorter. You got to go with Patrick Cantlay. By the way, how did it stay there after Bryson? I was kind of surprised. I, I really did. What think are we, we, we going to talk about Bryson? Like, I go, go ahead. Finish I don't, I don't finish. Um, Next number that I like a lot is Shane Lowry at 50 to 1, a guy coming off of uh, a close near miss, almost win at the Honda Classic just a few weeks ago on a very difficult golf course. He's a guy that we've seen win an open championship in difficult conditions. I think Shane Lowry makes a lot of sense here at, at 50 to 1. I love that number there for him. And then if I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw out a bomb, I, I thought a bomb here. I, I like KH Lee. I think mm-hmm. KH Lee, whatever long shot number you can get, he's anywhere from 180 to one to 250 to one, whatever that is. A couple top 20s, though. Do you want those now? Yeah. You want those now? Hit me with them. Okay. I got a few here that I like. Um, by the way, KH Lee top 20 is, um, I believe, uh, six to one is a pretty good number there. I like Cameron Young. Cameron Young is plus 490 on a top 20 and this guy has been just top 20 and like crazy over his last five, six events, whatever. Cam young has been fantastic. I love that. Fantastic counter. Boom. Another one, a couple more. I got two more top twenties for you. Paul Casey plus 500. I like that. I mean, just a top 10 last year here. And then Mark Leishman plus 700. Okay. Leachman disappointed me last week. I had a lot he's, of him. He's last such week. a solid. Yeah. There you go. Favorite plays that I love this week. Casey, I tell you what, FanDuel has a lot of good numbers on some top 20. They really do. I feel like they're going to get a little bit shorter here. Yeah, they're going to get If If you can get some, you know, multiple, you need to be on multiple books. Got to shop the number, right? FanDuel's yeah. got some really good. Um, all right. I like that, Pat. I love the Cantlay play. That's for sure a lock. Working on down the board for me, a favorite is Matthew Fitzpatrick at 40 to 1. I, I've kind of grazed over him earlier tonight, but I, I love the way Cantley's hitting it right. I mean, sorry, no, I also love the way Cantley's hitting it, but I love the way Fitzpatrick's playing right now. He kind of seems like he's found a little something. He's a new man, dude. Sixth at Pebble Beach. You know, he comes out in 2022 and he's only finished sixth at Pebble, 10th at Phoenix, and ninth at the API. Like, dude, daddy is coming out hot. Ninth at Peb, uh, at the Players Championship here last year, um, forty to one for Fitzpatrick. I think he's going to get talked up a little bit. I think with the weather conditions being what they are, he's going to get talked up a little bit. All the the Euro guys kind of are, so I could see that number getting shorter. I think you jump on Fitzpatrick if you're a believer. Um, I like the Corey Connors. I'm going to go deep with you because I had Cantlay written down, so I'm going to say Cantlay agreement with you there. Getting deeper, Corey Connors at seventy to one is a favorite number for me. And I, I actually don't know that that one's going to get any shorter. I don't think it's going to get any longer. I don't think, yeah, I think it's going to stay. He always stays right. He's going to stay the same because I think people are going to see, like, maybe, maybe they're going to see one week of, like, good ball striking. And they're going to say, eh, we'll see. Yeah. But, I mean, when you gain seven and a half strokes ball striking in, you know, a week after you've, like, sucked for four or five in a row, and you're Corey Connors, who's perennially a great ball striker. And I just use the word perennially despite the amount of liquor I've had in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm excited about that. That's good. I like Connors here. He's a good big game hunter, too. Like, played well in tough events. I think Chris Kirk at 101 is great value. I think Alex yeah, Moore 
I love it. Norton at 120 to one is great value. And I think Joel Damon at 340 to one is great value. So I'm giving you bomb, even though I think, you know, more than likely we're going to see this mid range to shorter range win this thing. Yeah. But, you know, we're trying to hit something big. We're not trying to just give you the easy, no, the no, easy, one. no. Top 20s, Damon at seven to one on DraftKings. I like a guy we haven't talked about yet, but I like his top 20 number. I can't make myself bet him outright is Keegan Bradley. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's what, that's that's, it. that's that, about how I can. That's what to. everybody says about Keegan. They go, Keegan finished eleventh at the API last week. Did uh, doing his thing. He's also got a pretty solid record at the Players Championship. I mean, look at the last few years: twenty ninth last year, sixteenth in twenty nineteen, seventh in twenty eighteen. Plus five fifty for Keegan. I like when he's coming in in good form. I mentioned Brian Harmon. I like him at plus four fifty. And I like another guy I didn't mention, Russell Henley at plus 320. Yeah. I like him in a tough, like, grinder kind of setting, you know, fairways and greens. There's arguably, like, he's arguably a top 10 ball striker on the PJ Tour over the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. So I like him at plus 320. And then I think Willie Z at 2-1 to one and Fitzpatrick at plus 185. Those are some other top 20 numbers for me. So there you go, presented by Covers.com, our favorite early leans, top 20s, outrights. All that winning starts at covers.com. Pat, now it's time for our prize picks plays of the week, which went Woo. seven and zero oh last week. Seven and zero. Oh when you count, I'm sorry, wait a minute. No, sorry, we went three and zero oh on the show. Mm-hmm. I gave two, you gave one, and your one was also on the FGS video, but you went right. four and zero, oh, sir. Yeah, thank you. Four and zero. Oh. Bravo. Let me tell you something. Gosh dang it. And I went mostly score with the scores with scoring. Bro, you killed it. On Thursday. And it it happened. But then it got it got lit the rest of the week and the overs were hitting like crazy. Um You I, killed it. I think actually. Come on, yeah. See Nicholas says PP smashing PP. Um I think it's gonna be similar to this. Okay. So I think you're going to have some underplays that hit for strokes uh, as, far as, as far as total strokes. On, we need to look at the weather for this. Yeah. As far for as, round one. Round one on prize picks is up. That's what we're talking about yeah. here. Round one is going to be a little more benign than the rest of the days. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Not as much wind. It's going to be a day they can score. Um, I'm going to go with a guy here that I, I think is, um, you may be surprised by this pick. We haven't even talked about this guy at all but he's got two straight t5 mm. you know who i'm talking about two straight t5s yeah gary woodland oh god didn't i say last week i think i said this last week i think uh, maybe it was on the mayo show he was like he asked me about woodland and i said you know what i never get him right i think i'm out this week which means you should probably play him yeah well gary woodland finished t5 last week and he finished T5 at the Honda. He's going to suck now. And I, he may, maybe he is, but I'm just, I don't care about how he does the rest of the week as long as he has a good day on Thursday. He is currently set at 71 and a half strokes. Okay. So I think he's going to hit the under there. I think he's going to at least have a one under par score on Thursday. You know, the guy can hit, you know, he, he hits par fives. I lost, Are my, you train, okay? I lost my train of thought. Are you okay? Um, um, he hits par fives. Yes, he does. Yes, he does well on par fives. 
Um, and I like how the way he's been playing recently. So, you know, 71. All I need is one under. All I need is one under par from Gary Woodland. I think I can get that on Thursday. Now, it may be different the rest of the week, but I like it. So you're telling me, because we only ask Pat on the show to give us one play, because he's going to obviously drop the goods on prize pick for yeah. tomorrow night or Wednesday morning when the, when the Fantasy Golf Sommelier video drops. I know where you're going with this. You're telling me that with your one play tonight of all the offers, I love it. I think Gary Woodland is an easy pick. Literally, Prize Picks has fifty new players in the field for you to pick from this week, and you give me Gary Woodland. Yes, you. That's that's asinine. No, it's not asinine. Look at some of the other numbers out there. They're not all that clear cut. Can't do it. Can't do it. Um. All right, I'm going to give you two. Since I don't have, I don't do the FGS video. I'm going to give you two. My locks for prize picks on Thursday, round one. I'm, I'm torn a little bit here. I think I'm going to roll, I'm going to go ahead and roll out Patrick Cantlay under 70 and a half. So I'm going to say a two under round or better for Patrick Cantlay. Yeah. He tends to come out of the gate thought. Uh, I mean, okay. he's just been on fire all year. I think that mm-hmm. one's pretty. That one's pretty straightforward to me. The second one I'm going to give you is th- they've got these these uh, these new these new bets where you can do uh, uh, by hole. And yeah. Number eleven is is an option. It's a par five. Yeah. And over they the, typically like to do the par five. They like the, the par five and or they, par three. And they set them all at four and a half. Yeah, which is interesting. Um, on number 11, since the redesign and since the move to March in 2019 and 2021, 34% of the field has made a birdie or better. Uh, it's, it's scored under par mm-hmm. on that, on that whole number 11. And I'm going to go with, why not go with the hottest golfer right now on the planet, which is who, who do you think is the hottest golfer right now? The hottest golfer on the planet is Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Scotty Scheffler under four and a half uh, on number eleven on Thursday. I like. I, it. I love the birdie I like there it. That's for, good, for that's Let's just sweat one hole, shall we? Yeah. Can we just do that? So yeah, that's the prize pick place for me, uh, Pat. You'll be dishing out some more. I will. T- I will tell you this. Folks um, for eleven prize picks. We've got the road to Augusta contest that is wrapping up in a week from tonight. A week from tonight, we will be drawing a winner, and wh- whoever comes out, whoever comes out of that drawing. We'll get to invite a guest, and the winner and the guest will get flown, all expenses paid, flown to Augusta, Georgia on Sunday. We'll stay in a hotel Sunday night for the Masters. On Monday, you'll wake up. You will get to meet me and Pat at Champions Retreat Golf Club, where they host the Augusta National Women's Amateur the week before the Masters. Mint place. Mm -hmm. I'm a member there. Beautiful place right now. Mint condition. You're going to play golf with me and Pat, you and your guest. We're going to party at Champions Retreat that evening. We're going to have a great time. Dinner, drinks, uh, the driving range is going to be lit up. There's a DJ out there. We're going to be able to hit balls until your, you know, your hands fall apart. And then on Tuesday, we're going to wake up. We're going to meet you at Augusta National, and you're going to walk the grounds of Augusta National for the Tuesday practice round with me and Pat, with uh, some members from the Prize Picks team, all sponsored by Prize Picks. The fantastic contest, Road to Augusta. You need to get involved. If you've not already done that, the link is in the description both in the audio and the video version here on YouTube. Uh, if you're a new user, you need to sign up using our code. Make sure you click the new user link. And if you've already established a PrizePix account, you need to make sure you fill out the Google form that is in the existing user link below or in the description. You only have to do that one time. 
We're going to draw live next week. I'm not sure how that's working. Price picks yeah, is supposed I to figure that out. Maybe. But we're drawing live next week. Yeah. But there'll be a winner. I'm excited about it. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's, it's going to be exciting. And it's just a fantastic trip. Got to get in. Do some prize picks. Fantastic. Prize picks is, is awesome. Anyway. Prize picks is fun. Uh, listen, we got to go. We got to dip. We got to refill. We got to reset. It's time for the DFS show. We're going to go hit the DraftKings show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for watching. Please comment. You know, what would you like me to say to Siwoo? Uh, when I see him at the players and or and or what's Intel or insight would you like me to deliver to the nut hut from PPC Sawgrass as I will be there Tuesday and Wednesday. Thanks for watching. Hit the thumbs up button. If you've not done that, we've got more people watching than we do have thumbs up. I don't like that watching live. We need to fix that. Hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe comment, and let's uh, let's have a great week. Bend over your bookie.